You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. We have a special episode for you today because SmackDown's going to Fox. That is right. And because SmackDown is going to Fox, we have an unbelievable lineup of WWE SmackDown superstars. Yes, and Daniel Bryan is back and going to lay the SmackDown on our brains because there's another edition of everyone's favorite game show, Bella Bella Brains. Brains. All right, I hope you're all ready for this because here we go.
Happy Hump Day, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Brie, and this is the Bella's Podcast. Brie, do you smell what the Bella's Podcast is cooking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Smells like a WWE homecoming. That is right. So it is time for opening up. Let's pop that bottle. Stone Cold style. We are opening up. With, of course, the one and only El Segundo, Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. Because you know what? If we are going to open up this SmackDown style, of course, we have to open it up with Stone Cold's favorite beer. And later on in the episode, you're going to hear a lot from Brie and Brian. Because, I mean, of course, right? Brian's the Smack was actually the SmackDown GM. So they'll be getting their SmackDown on later. But I have a very, very special guest who not only was a huge part of SmackDown, huge part of WWE, Huge part of the women's evolution, even the divas evolution. I mean, she helped me get that trending and the women would not be where they're at today without the one and only Paige. Paige, Hi. welcome to the Bella's Podcast. Legit. I just got goosebumps thinking about you all the stuff oh that we did gosh, together. Oh my gosh, look at me too. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so excited. Oh, Whoa, was, we did so much. We did. We have no credit, but it's fine. I know. <laughs> you know, and that's like, sometimes yeah. it's like when I, when I see what the women are doing now and it's sometimes I'll like question myself, like, Nicole, is this your ego getting in your head? But what I realized is when I work really hard, I'm just the type of person like, I love to be appreciated for Mm -hmm. my hard work. Yeah. And then I have to tell myself, okay, the women that fought hard for us to vote, I don't know all those women, but those are main women who helped pave the way and in so many different industries. So I kind of look at us, Brie and AJ, we're just kind of those women that help pave the way, but we're like the silent the silent horsewoman, I guess you would say, maybe the in the silent horsewoman. I yeah. like that. Yeah. No, I really do like that because we were in the era where we would be the first to get cut, right? So it'd oh, be like yeah. one girls' match, and it would get cut. And and I, I remember we had like five minutes to start off, right? And then as we get into Gorilla to to go out to our match, they were like, "Oh, actually, it's been cut down to two minutes." And I think you were like, "Let's just do thirty seconds." Yeah. Fuck this. Can totally. I cuss on him? Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You were like, "Fuck this." So I was like, "You know what? Yeah, let's just let's just do it." And it was me, you, Tennille, Emma from yeah. WWE, and and Brie. And so we literally went out and did a finish and that was it. And I remember coming back and they were all scolding hot. Like they oh, were like, yeah. what the hell is wrong with you? Like even fit was our producer, right? Mm-hmm. And he was just like, you still had like a couple of minutes. And we were just like, that's not worth our time. No. You know? How can you tell a story yeah, in that time? Exactly. So we're just like, you know what? We're going to tell our own story. And then of course, that's where Give Divas a Chance started trending for like three days straight. And then, then they started bringing the women up after that. Yeah. But it was like everyone forgets that that happened and it's just like, okay, we brought these women up and they were the success story and all of this. You're just like, okay, cool. Like they do a great job, but what about us? You know, we we did a thing or two back then as well, you know, and it's like a bittersweet thing. Yeah, I agree. It's like, you know, I'm so grateful for that position because I, I look at what you and I are doing outside of the ring now and what we've overcome from broken necks to entrepreneurs and I feel like because we've always had that work ethic and we had to work hard for everything we've done. I mean, if you guys have not seen the movie about Paige that Dwayne Johnson's team has made, um, Fighting With My Family, make sure to go see it because, Mm -hmm. I mean, 
I call her Raya. Her real name is Saray, you guys. So if you hear me say Raya or Paige, it's hard to go back and forth. Um, but Raya's story is truly incredible. I mean, yeah. you've been a fighter and a survivor since day one. Yeah, dude. You like, know? I remember first coming to WWE. Obviously, a little bit of that story was wrong. I mean, the girls are bitches when I first come in here. And Shaw Guerrero is one of my wonderful friends now. But she even, we, we talked about this the other day. She came and shot for the Saraya store for the lipsticks that, that are coming out, you guys, October 1st. Just letting you guys yes. know. Yes. Um, it's the new collection. Uh, but yeah, she was just like, again, she like apologized. She was like, I know it's been like eight years, right? But she was like, I just want to say sorry because I was so mean to you when you first came in. Because when I first came in, all the girls were just so beautiful. Like they really were. And then you had like the scrappy pale girl with piercings walking in that had previous wrestling experience because in FCW, there was like five of us and all of them just didn't have any wrestling yeah. experience whatsoever. And she was like, we were just intimidated by that. And the, the people that were always nice to me, always, were you and Brie. Summer Ray was always very nice. Yeah. Um, and that's it. <laughs> like, that's Isn't like, that crazy? That's so, like everyone else was just kind of like mean. Like they were, yeah. so, they were so mean. And you see that kind of in the movie, but not to that extent, you know. But I remember like my stuff would get thrown out the locker room and, and stuff like that. And just, I was like, damn, I've worked for like eight years prior to here. Like I've put my time in, like you have to give me a chance here too, right. you know? So yeah, we've, we've been through the struggle though. Totally. And the same with you and Brie actually, it's like you guys came in with an athletic background, but you were yeah. like very beautiful, but you both like worked so hard to show people that you were so serious about this business yeah. and people wouldn't take you that way at first. And no. it, it just, we just had to keep like pushing those matches out until they started getting the credibility that they deserve you know, you know what I mean so true always yeah. constantly have to you know like prove ourselves, and you know that's why I guess it's like we've had to work hard in everything we've done and I, I feel like you know we're the true trailblazers of course yeah. the women in the past as well are trailblazers and we continued that torch and then we've passed it on mm -hmm. and they're continuing this revolution and mm -hmm. You know, they, I love how they keep, you know, bringing Trish back and how they'll bring Lita. And sometimes you wish you were just a part of that group. Yeah. Knowing that you, because I mean, one, you are beyond a one of a kind. Like, oh, thanks, there sister. was no one like you before and there, yeah. there'll never be anyone like you after. You are one of the GMs, which you are on social media. I have I, been seeing yeah. that. With I took a lot of crap Teddy. on social media though, but... But uh, yeah, when it comes to that, I was really disappointed when I got taken out of the GM position. And I didn't know about that until the day of Raw. And I was supposed to go to work the next day. And yeah. they were like, actually, like you can come. But then after this, you're going to have like six or something weeks off because we don't have a place for you just yet. They were very sweet, though. They were like, don't worry, we're going to find you something, which yeah. is great. But at the same time, it was so frustrating because I really did enjoy the GM role. And the fact that I couldn't wrestle anymore, like I needed something to fill yeah. that void. And uh, I thought I did a pretty good job. Everyone seemed like super you happy. You did amazing. It. I was just like, I, I was so bummed. And I wish I could still go back to that position at some point. But I know they got rid of that kind of thing. And yeah. it's like, damn. It would be so cool for you to like kick off Fox as the SmackDown GM. Yeah. I mean, when you were always amazing at promos. And I think that's why I loved you as the SmackDown GM. Because you're so amazing on the mic. But Thanks. you're one of those like characters that can be in a heel and a face, but no matter what, we just love you and want to like, just see what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Yeah. Sis. Yeah. You were just a really good bitch. Like, yeah. like you had like the, no, <laughs> I but play you a were good like, villain and a bitch. Yes. Yeah. No, a you mean girl. Yeah. You do are like a really good baby face, but you, you're lucky that you can be in a role where people can boo and cheer you, yeah. but you're always going to have those kids, which is where the money's at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're always going to have those kids yeah. that absolutely adore you, but you were so good at being a bad guy. Oh, but thank you. I miss it. You, that's how you and Bri are so different though. 
you know, I mean, she just has that like she's so baby nice. Yeah, yeah, like she's so sweet. And then you like your guys' storyline that you both did, where you're just like it gives I me mean, goosebumps. Yeah. Like it's like oh my god, like that that time when you guys I think it was like a Jerry Springer thing or something like that. Oh my god, dude, I was so mean. <laughs> oh my god, it, it would me like yeah, yeah, it would give me nightmares during the week. Like I would. <sighs> text Bree so many times like are you sure you're okay you're not affected and she's like dude stop I'm good yeah dude it's but like it, insane. it was hard going against Bree like that but it was so good like you guys get given these roles and you've done so much throughout your career but you get given like these roles and you just own it and yeah. that's so cool and that's what mm. I loved about you guys too is like when I first came up on the road you guys were like the first ones there you know I watched the video back which you'll see fighting with my family there's like a clip of when Florence walks back and the girls yeah. are around her and the girls that were around me were the Bellas and there was actually Rosa Mendez and uh, Alicia Fox and I think there was one more, but I can't remember who it was. But you guys all just came and like hugged me, and they've Aww. always just taken care of me and like helped me. Like even in our She's matches, like her little sister. Yeah, I, I'm a little pale Bella. So yeah, you are. Going, yeah. <laughs> and we uh, even during the matches, she would Nikki, especially because obviously again we were like married to each other for a while. She would mm-hmm. teach me how to do just the selling wise she was like okay when you pin me roll really far away you know and then it builds time for the crowd to come up and I was like oh my god why did I think of that ever and she was she was just helped me with the storytelling side of things and Mm. I feel like I really got good at at my craft when I was actually started wrestling you yeah and And I felt the same like I really truly believe that yeah I and I felt the same like honestly and I tell people all the time you are my favorite I've ever wrestled in the ring so fun one, you're like, do they say smooth as butter? Is that the analogy? But like, <laughs> you were like the Randy Orton always to me because yeah. Randy Orton was always so impressive to me. Him and Edge, they were just, they made wrestling look easy yeah. and like from effortless, like, effortless, yeah. and like from their facials to their um, how they would hold themselves and their auras and then how they would work. You to me were the female version of that, and like the first one who came in was truly just. You knew every match you had was going to be amazing. And you made me better as well. But what was crazy is that was the key of like how we started to get more for women. Because you and I were the first of like, I'll never forget it, the Raw before WrestleMania. It was the first time ever women had a two-segment championship match. And you and I did Staples Center. And then for the SmackDown, because they filmed both at night, then we also got to have this long two-segment promo with AJ and Brie. But because Paige and I were a team and we were there to make the story amazing and lift each other up, that's what started to truly pave the way. Like we never had to battle it. And it was like amazing. I remember that match. Actually, I go back and watch matches sometimes because I miss wrestling and I was watching that one back. And I remember our thought process going into that because we were like, listen, our match could get cut really short at WrestleMania. And we had like a tag match, her and Brie and me and AJ. And it was your idea. You were just like, you know what? We should just have like a WrestleMania match tonight. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Let's just do it. And I remember we came back then too and they were just like, why are you doing all this? And like before Mania, and we're just like, well, this is our opportunity to do what we can do yeah. rather than our time get cut. Because again, it was always the girls that get cut at WrestleMania, especially because it's such a big show. Yeah. So I just remember, and we oh, like killed it then. We like, did. We had such I mean, a the good crowd time. was insane. Electric. And we had all these like oh. near falls and stuff like that. Yeah. We were just like, let's just all, like, we just went out. It was so exciting to watch. It was so fun. We, I wish, like, my ultimate dream which sucks because I know it'll never happen but would be you AJ Brie and I going against the current four horse women oh God, at yeah. like Wrestlemania or something we like, don't have you to do very that? much come on they can I know, work that's what I was thinking. Yeah. maybe we just have AJ and Brie work <laughs> yeah you know we can 
If we talk to Dr. Rebe, maybe we could go in and do something, even though I was with him recently. And he's just like, no, it's right? never my future. Yeah. He's the but, same with me. Yeah. yeah. He's great, though. He he's really amazing. Do, he just wants to take care of us he so does. much. He does. gives so us sweet. longevity in life, which yeah. at the end of the day, that's the most important, which talking about that, I mean, I want to get in because, you know, our... You're first on here with our listeners, so I want to talk about your boyfriend, Ronnie. My Ronnie! Yeah, you're Ronnie! Yeah, oh, Because when you have people like that in your life, you start yeah. to realize how much I would do anything to wrestle again, and I know you as well. And yeah. even as a fan, I would love for you to get back in there and wrestle. Yeah, I would love to, yeah. Um, but we have so much to live for. Yeah. And so I want, you have to tell everyone about your boyfriend, Ronnie. Ronnie. And that he has a really amazing upcoming tour. Yeah, he does. That you're always there. So I want oh you to talk gosh. about all that. Yeah, so Ronnie, his name is Ronnie Radke. He's the lead singer of Fallen in Reverse. So he has his, he has a very, like, cult fan base like the same as yeah. we do it's crazy they just love Ronnie and yeah he does have an upcoming tour coming up which I'm there for most of the dates like it's yeah. at the end of November and uh, into the middle of December so I'm really excited about that but he's just a wonderful human being it's nice to finally have a man that really does take care of you. Mm-hmm. He won't take shit, but he, he won't like, you know, he's he's not going to get walked all over, you know. He's like wonderful. He's like the perfect, like salt and pepper for me, you know. Aww. He's like, he's wonderful. And you just he just takes care of me so much. Like after I had my second neck surgery, he was up at like five in the morning. Then he got me a private jet to get come home, yes. you know, because he, he just want to take care of me. He would pick me up out of bed. Like mm. even when I, I got my boobs done, he was like taking care of me like every <laughs> second of the day. But then he would also he also pranks me. You know, he's just a wonderful person yeah. and he just like elevates me to be a better person. Like I've stopped drinking. I stopped smoking cigarettes. Like, yeah. I mean, I vape a little bit, but I like, I stopped doing everything around him because he's just such an enthusiast when it comes yeah. to health. He was like, you're going to feel so much better if, if you do this and it's not forcing mm. me into it. He was just like, just do it and you'll feel so much better. So we don't do, that. we don't drink. We don't do this. We, we barely go you're out. I love being love. a hermit. I, yeah, we're just yeah. high off of love and it's we'll wake up in the morning and it would just be like, it's just wonderful to roll over and he'd give me a big hug and he's oh. so sweet to me all the time. And no one sees that exterior because everyone has like this like impression of him. They don't see the good side of him, all the charity no. work he does, all the wonderful things he does. I feel like sometimes with you guys, people can judge you because you both are gothic looking yeah. and you guys are the most sweetest souls that are Thanks. so giving <laughs> and loving. Yeah. And that's what I want the world to see is like, Next time, don't judge people because sometimes people that you judge are the most beautiful people you'll ever meet. Exactly. And that's you too. Like, Thank you. Like, but that's it's like, so it, true. I'm not even like swinging it around, but it's like you and I, I just feel Aww. like you guys are like the perfect girl. <laughs> Seeing you guys dance and taking pictures, I'm like, oh my God, I love yeah. you too. It's so, it's so sweet. You guys Thank are perfect you. for each other. Yeah. You can just see like how real and how passionate you are for each other. Yeah. And it's like... It's wonderful. There's nothing better. Okay, we yeah. have to go on a double date soon. Yeah. So we're going to plan that because yeah. that will be like the best thing ever. And before we get to our break, um, is Ronnie joining you on the red carpet for SmackDown Live? He is. I'm forced to come with me. Yeah. <laughs> he always hates doing this kind of stuff. But oh my gosh. Like, yeah, he's so coming. everyone look out for the photos because these two are going to turn that blue carpet into red hot. Thanks. Yes, well, thank you for being a part of opening up. We're going to chug our stone cold beers, or at least I am, because things are about to get belligerent, because now it's time for Matchup of the Week with Brie vs. Brian. Ooh, first time ever, so make sure to tune in. But first, a quick break.
You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having... A company really care about the ingredients inside it. That's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in in our eyes 
Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. All right, you guys, if you're new to the Bellas podcast, each week we pick a topic to debate and then we'll leave it up to you, our listeners, to vote on Instagram who won the debate, which is usually Nicole. But I feel like this week I actually might win because I'm going against someone new, someone that I debate with a lot in my marriage, but I usually win. So today I'm debating against Daniel Bryan. There is no way you are going to win. We can get any topic and you can choose the best possible side. And I will still win. Why? Because you're a good debater? Yes. I'm a master debater. Well, master debater over there. <laughs> I I just look at our marriage and I feel like I win all our debates. Uh, so she thinks she wins all the debates just because she speaks more loudly and she speaks more. <laughs> and then I just quietly go off in my thing and just be like knowing that she's wrong and... And I just do my own thing. Okay. Well, before I tell you the topic, let me just tell you something. That's how Nicole wins every week. She talks over me and she talks louder but anyways <laughs> i picked a topic that i know you're very passionate about mm. especially because you know with birdie and technology we kind of have the same views but we do have disagreements so the topic is does technology make you smarter or dumber so before you debate me and in your head beat me let me tell you the rules of our debate so each of us have 30 seconds to make an opening statement for our side of the issue, and then we have two minutes for a final arguments free-for-all. Would you like to go first, master debater? Well, which side are you going to take? So I feel like it makes you smarter. Okay. And I think you feel like technology makes everyone dumber. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go, Brian. you got 30 seconds to tell your side. Go. Okay, so there are studies showing that indigenous people actually have larger brains and use more of their brains, and they have less technology than anybody. Why? Because it takes memory and brains to remember all the things you need to know as a human. So yes, if you were to put them on a thing of how smart they are, how in, uh, intelligent they are, they would blow away anybody in the industrial society because they have to use their brains more often. Boom! You still have seven seconds. I don't need the seven seconds. Fine, I might need to take them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, here I go. So my thing is, I would kind of consider myself an average person, average brain. And I feel like technology has helped me because of Google. Like Google has taught me so much. And I also have to say like spelling. I was a horrible speller, but because of T9 and spell check, I feel like now like I know how to spell words. I'm like, whoa, I had no idea it was spelled like that. I feel like in a way, technology has advanced my brain because it's made me think harder. It's made me learn things I didn't really care about that I'm so quick to now Google. So time's up for me. Wow. 
You are about to get smoked. Okay, listen, buddy. You are about to get smoked. We have two minutes. That was like the worst argument. That was actually, um, by the way, that was like an example, like a real life example. That it made you smarter because you don't have to know how to spell things. Okay, here we go. Two minutes are going on the clock because I'm about to get you. Here we go. Two minutes now. So let me tell you. Okay, which way is south? Which way is south? Like right now? That way. Point to south. Which way is west? West is okay. this way. Which food in our garden can you eat right now? The lettuce. You don't even know what's out there. Okay. And when you talk about spelling, you don't know how to spell. Even when I, you ask me how to spell things all the time. And the reason why is because you rely on T9. That's the problem with technology is we rely on technology okay. to do the thinking for us. And then we just go on self-navigation mode. Boom, I'm going to go here because I don't need to remember anything because it's all stored in this thing. I will say this. Now, I see kids speak better and will do things like I see them because they consume stuff with technology, which at times bugs me. But I'm also like, wow, they're so advanced because of technology. They will learn more words than what their parents teach them because they're watching too much television. How do they function in the real world? I feel like there's more because of how technology is. There's more opportunity for us to become smarter. Like we relied on just teachers back in the day but now with computers and software so programs and all actually that do, how, how many people actually use the technology to make themselves smarter and here a lot of people to do, do this we have to define intelligence so to define intelligence uh i would say your capability to move throughout the world um in a manner that behooves both you and society and i feel like most people are going through the world looking down at their phone not bettering themselves not bettering anybody else okay I get that point of it, and I do understand it consumes people, but I'm not talking the technology of Instagram. What's going, I'm on, not, what's going on in the news right now? Um, Greta Thunberg just visited Donald Trump because I watched all of it on my iPhone. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, I read... That's one thing that was on your Twitter. That's that what I read one thing today. that was on your Twitter, but that's not what's going on in the news. There's no, a lot of things going on about impeaching We got Donald two seconds, Trump. and you're mistaking my technology for Instagram when I'm talking about actually <laughs> software and great programs that teach kids smart shit. We are past the two-minute point. See, how he and Nicole beat me is because they don't let me talk. (laughs) That's how you guys win. So I thought for sure, I thought 100% you were going to say that technology... uh, makes us less intelligent. And I was going to have to argue the technology making us more intelligent side. And I thought, ooh, that's going to be a harder thing, but I will still win the debate. But that said, you gave me the easy side Aww. because it's proven, it's proven that indigenous people without technology use more of their brains than we so do. So let me tell you something. We actually don't get to decide who's the winner right now. We leave it up to our listeners, so you guys, I'm going to put a poll on our IGs. Brian, I'm making you actually use IG story. We're going to post a poll both on Brian's IG, Nicole's IG, and my IG, and we'll reveal the winner in next week's episode. What does technology do? Does it make you dumber or does it make you smarter? Next up, Killer Rumor. So as you all know, if there are nasty rumors out there, we're going to kill them in a segment we like to call Kill a Rumor. Okay, I'm so not Brie, but you know what? I tried. <laughs> so we have this segment called Kill a Rumor. So are there any rumors that you want to kill? Um, yeah. 
Well, this is this is a big one, but everyone is tweeting at me lately because you know how toxic Twitter can get. Um, they keep saying how I've had plastic surgery all over my face, and I was like, I haven't. I'm just naturally born with a good bone structure. You, you guys, are. <laughs> you guys. I, okay, I've been in the locker room with Araya for many, many years. This girl looks incredible. We all see her with the dark eyes a yeah. lot and the red lip. <laughs> she is so incredibly gorgeous with no makeup, which a lot of people oh can't God. pull off both. But oh she God. has the perfect face. Have I not told you that forever yeah, that you look you like have. a classic Hollywood actress? Yeah, yeah. She, forever. She wanted. I remember you wanted to do a shoot with me where you dressed me up like Audrey Hepburn yes. or something. Remember that? Yeah, she wanted to do that for so long. But I think I've turned down like the... Ma- I used to wear a lot of black eyeshadow. But um, yeah, so... All I've had done to my face, which I, I'm very open about, is just Botox and lip fillers. But yeah. I had my lip messed up a long time ago, so it was like a little bit sagged down, and I just like wanted to fill the rest out, and then I got addicted to it. I can't help it. Um, yeah. But I haven't had Can any fillers it? in my like in, in my cheeks. I haven't had any of that. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, dude. I'm getting old, all right? right. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Well, people sometimes forget that... Um a lot of women age gracefully. Like I always yeah. like to consider myself a fine vintage wine. I think I get better <laughs> I over that. the years. Yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah. And I get called plastic all the time. Oh it's like, God. look, I have fake tits, proud of them, best investment I've ever yeah. had. And that's it. Yeah. And you know what? I, well, no, actually that isn't it. I got Botox for the first time that I've never talked about, but I got it first time in June. Yeah. I was going to get a touch up the other day and I just ran out of time. And I did very little on my forehead because I get two lines in the middle of my yeah. eyebrows. Yeah. And... You know what? I'm 35, going to be 36. Damn proud. My mom, she didn't start to 45. I'm like, God bless you. I think because of all the facials I've been doing in the ring on like yeah. selling, yeah. I was like, okay, I need it. But that is it. And I yeah. get called plastic all the time. Oh my God. And it's usually by a lot of the women, actually. Like the yeah. girls get really mean to us on Twitter. And I'm just like, yeah, I recently had my boobs done too, though. I remember back yeah. in like March or whatever. But I didn't have any of my face done. I haven't, no. had, I haven't been and under the knife. Like by the way, that. you don't even look like you have fillers. It's oh, such thanks. a trip to me when people are like, they say those things. And what people forget is photos, lighting. Yeah. Um, yeah a certain angle like we can look so different oh yeah makeup in general Make- like oh you my can gosh. contour your face to look like yeah. anything you know when i had the honey bee glam on i'm yeah. like damn i yeah. think i look good yeah and i photograph a you're lot like, better wow yeah, yeah you're like okay <laughs> and then you're like i'm so like fuck it if they say i look plastic i'm like you know what i'm gonna take that as a compliment because you look like people think that you totally. fixed yourself to look amazing i'm just like actually it's just me but uh-huh exactly so yeah. all you haters out yeah. there Rhea has a natural face yes yeah, no it. more plastic talk she's fine fucking wine and we're gonna leave it at that so guess what this rumor is officially killed yay and now it's time for one of my favorite segments we have brought onto the podcast dear bellas welcome back to our new segment dear bellas where we give bella style advice to our listeners because honestly who needs abby when you have two bellas or i guess actually today they don't have two bellas Instead, they have a badass married couple. So today, you guys, you get my husband, Daniel Bryan, and myself. And I just want to tell you, last week, Nikki and I had such a blast answering these questions. So I'm really excited, Brian, that I get to actually do it with you today. Actually, I could be considered a Bella. Brian Bella. Oh, yeah. So it is two Bellas. Yeah. Women empowerment, man. I'm going to take on your last name now. Yes. So here we go with the first question. Hi, you guys. I just want to start off by saying I love you both. You're amazing, powerful women. But here's my question. I just found out that I'm pregnant. I'm in a happy relationship with my wonderful husband, and he's very excited, but I'm not so much because it's 
not exactly planned and I'm kind of a structured person and I like to have a plan for almost everything. And I know that most people can't, you know, plan for a pregnancy. You're never really ready. I want to feel happy, but I just feel terrified and out of control. Um, I would like some advice, please. Especially from Bree, since you're an amazing mom. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, well, gosh, I have two feelings right now. One, I'm super happy that you're pregnant. Congratulations. But then my other feeling is I'm so sorry that you're feeling very overwhelmed and flustered and afraid, but I want to let you know. So you could never plan for kids. Like we all try to plan our pregnancies perfect. We always think like there's a perfect time to have kids, but there's never a perfect time. Brian and I always would say it would, you know, when we talk about having baby number two, we're like, okay, when will it fit into our schedules? When will it work? Kids never work in anyone's schedule. And I understand that you're very structured because I'm the same way. Like ask Brian, I feel like I have her next 10 years planned. Um, I like to plan kids' birthdays. I don't want to ever give birth in the summertime. Like I'm really crazy. And I feel like you and I relate in that way where we just, we want structure, we want control. But I'll tell you something, Birdie has made me lose all of that. Every day you have no idea what to expect when your baby wakes up. They're either going to be in a good mood. They're going to be in a bad mood. We're potty training right now and Birdie doesn't want to poop. And it's been the biggest tug of war to get to my daughter to poop, which I thought was a natural thing. So I don't want you to be scared. I don't want you to feel like you have no control because you're you've lost all control now. And I feel like that's what it is as a parent. We accept that. And um, I'm going to let Brian give a little bit of advice from the husband side and the male side, but we're here for you. I'm rooting you on and look at the positives. You have a baby because it's really actually hard to get pregnant. You can ask Brian and I, we've been trying forever and I still can't get pregnant. So congratulations with that. Uh, One of the things that I would recommend is really being frank with your partner about what it is that would help you. Um, How can he help you? How can your husband help you? Because uh, one of the things that we don't do great in this country is supporting our um, mothers shortly after that. Uh, shortly after they've had their child. And that's done in a lot of other countries in the world. Um, But that's a time where you really need time with your baby, but you also need a lot of nurturing and support yourself because you're doing so much nurturing on your own. So if you can talk with your husband, talk with your friends, talk with your family, create a support group around you, uh, I think that'll help with a lot of your anxiety and help you feel a lot more comfortable. Also, uh, talk to your mom friends. I know in this day and age, people are less inclined to get together with their actual friends, but get together with your friends who have kids, talk to them, have them be there for you for support, because that's what you need more than anything as parents is you need a su- support system around you that can really uh, help you. So you're not alone. I mean, both Brian and I were scared to become new parents, but like Brian said, you have your husband, you have his support. So just make sure you talk to him, have communication. Communication is definitely key in marriage. And Brian and I send our love and support to you. All right, you guys, next question. Hi, Bella Twins, it's Jaden. Um, I just wanted to know my question is for both of you guys. Um, coming to the end of your wrestling careers, how did you guys know it was the end? I know obviously Nikki had her neck and you had three, but like, was there ever a time where you felt like it was over or it was it? That's a great question, Jaden. Thank you so much for calling in. And 
I have to say, so we all, you know, know Nikki's story. Um, Nikki was forced to retire due to neck injuries, and um, it's been really hard on her with that. But I was actually lucky enough to decide when I wanted to retire, and it's because Brian and I wanted to start a family. And, you know, it's funny because with our caller earlier, it was almost I was very afraid to get pregnant because I never knew when the right time was. I was like, wait a second, the women are going to be doing this in WWE, and then what if I have this story come up? Or, I, you know, it's like always something. There's always something going on in life, and especially in the wrestling industry. So for me, I just... Brian and I knew we just had to make the decision. And at the time, Brian was actually forced to retire. So he was um, out of wrestling. So I kind of felt like it was the perfect time for us to have a family. Now, granted, the night I retired was a little hard because it's when they got rid of the Divas Championship and brought in the Women's Championship. It was a big night for women. But it's still um, a decision I don't regret because out of that, I, you know, Brian and I both got sweet little bird. Yeah, and uh, I think retirement is always hard um, in any career, and especially when you associate that career with so much of your life. I was forced to retire in 2016, and I did not want to. Obviously, I'm back wrestling now, and uh, right now I feel like I'm never going to retire. Like I literally want to wrestle the month before I die. And I don't mean like full-time wrestling or anything like that. But like uh, if you love your career and if you love what you do, why wouldn't you keep doing it if you could? So for example, my uh, somebody I really look up to as far as career-wise is a guy named Jerry Lawler who has been a commentator with WWE. He's been associated with WWE for years and years and years. Just a couple years ago, he's like – in his 60s, he wrestled the guy named Terry Funk, who's like 70. And these guys are out there doing this match a couple years ago. And what, is, what does Jerry Lawler do? He throws a fireball in Terry Funk's face at a wrestling show. These guys are old men going like out there. Fireball like the candy or no, like, a real like, fireball? Like a fireball, like Jeez. this fire. And he throws it in his face, <laughs> and it's awesome. And there's, the, you know, there's all these young kids doing these backflips and all this other kind of uh, wrestling stuff. And there are these two guys in their 60s in their spandex throwing fireballs, just having a blast. And I want, this is what I want. Bree might not want this for me, but this is what I want for myself. Oh, no. I want at 75 for a promoter to call me up and be like, hey, we want to book you for a show. And I'll be like, okay, but only if you book Big E and we're going to use a fireball. <laughs> and, that's, and they'll have to say, okay, but it'll cost you $350 and a plane ticket. <laughs> yeah. And I'm actually more than positive that Big E would do it. <laughs> He'd probably do it for free. Uh. But, um, you know, it's funny because even when you say that, like retirement, I think, is kind of different for both men and women because. You know, when you want to make a family, a woman has to truly think about, you know, her career stepping away. It's a little different for men. But, you know, I, it just shows you how retirement's different for every human, especially if you look at our family. Different for Nikki, different for myself, and different from you. Well, and now, even still, as we look at my retirement from full-time wrestling, um, which will be coming up sooner rather than later in the next couple of years, uh, that probably will, won't mean retirement for you from how busy you are it'll be probably me taking on more of the parental roles and so depending on jobs and that sort of thing um that's been a nice switch in society where that can happen that's so true and 
the one thing I do tell him a lot, like Brian literally just got home from 11 days gone from us. And I was like, I don't know if I could have you be gone this much anymore. It sucks. Not that I'm saying hashtag Daniel Bryan retire. I know everyone would freak out at me, but it would be nice if my husband was home more. Hashtag Breeze forcing Brian to retire. <laughs> no, Hashtag Breeze a real heel. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now I'm going to chug my beer. So, all right, you guys, we love answering your questions. We always hope that our advice, you know, helps you out in some way, but it just feels good that we can be so open on this podcast. Nikki and I live our lives on TV and we're so open and we love the fact that our Bella army can call in and be open as well. You guys have no idea how much that means. So if you guys want a chance to hear from us, anything from relationships to business life to mom life or whatever else you want advice on, please give us a call at 833-Q-Bellas. All right, you guys, it's time for everyone's favorite game show. As always, Bella Brains is hosted by my husband, WWE superstar, Daniel Bryan. Thank you, Bree. Always glad to be back for another edition of Bella Brains, the hilarious weekly game show hosted by yours truly, where one twin leaves the room while I ask the other some questions, and we keep score to see who has the stronger Bella Brain. That is right, and as you all know, we are keeping track of who wins each week, and the first one to five wins gets a bottle of Dom paid for by the loser, and the current score is one to one. Ooh. Tie. That's right. It's all tied up. Who's going to break the tiebreaker? Let's find out. It's time for Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. All right. Who's leaving the room first? Me. Uh, Nicole can. Fine. I'm going to play with Winston and Birdie. She's like, I'm going to go play with Birdie and win. All right. Um, everyone drink. All right. Are you ready? Yes. For this week's Bella Brains, I'm going to ask you questions about makers. What? People who make things, brother. Oh. All right. I thought you were talking about Maker's Mark. I'm like, alcohol? <laughs> you wish. All right. First question. Are you ready? Yes. Who painted the Mona Lisa? Oh, damn. Who did? <laughs> um... Leonardo da Vinci. Ding, 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 yes. ding, ding, All right, second question. Who invented the electric light bulb? Oh, I know. Not Benjamin Franklin. Was it Benjamin Franklin? It wasn't Benjamin okay. Franklin, but that's kind of close. Not Albert Einstein. Wait. <sighs> no. I know it. Didn't he use like a key and a kite? That was Benjamin Franklin, uh, oh. in theory, discovering electricity. Oh, Thomas Edison. Ding, ding, oh ding, 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 Yes. Wow. Whoa, because I just was thinking about the Edison phone. Yeah. All right. Speaking of phones, final question. Yeah. Who invented the telephone? Damn. It's not Apple. <laughs> um, Steve Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the generation would say yeah, yeah. today. Um, they're like Steve Jobs. You mean the uh, iPhone? No. <laughs> no, the telephone. Someone telegraph, huh? Last name telegraph, Mr. Telegraph. Mr. Telegraph Just is your answer? No. Mr. Telegraph is a great answer, but that is not <laughs> the correct answer. 
Why can't I think about? I mean, am I allowed to have a hint? Yeah, it's uh, he typically goes by all three names. Three. Yeah, like we use his middle name, too. Do you want the initials? Yeah, I'll give them to Nicole too. A G B brother. A G B brother. Brother. A G B. This is the wrestling episode, right? Yeah. A G B. Hmm. Brian. I don't know. Okay. Alexander Graham Bell. Oh my duh. <laughs> How did I forget? A G B, brother. I know. I even gave you a great hint. A G B. And Graham Bell, that's like what they use. Huh? What? His last name Bell or Dell? Dell. Dell. <laughs> Bell, I said brother. Graham Bell, and you never mind. <laughs> Whatever, I you got two out of three. I was Thank actually you. surprised you got Thomas Edison. Yeah, I see. I know some shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's and even the Benjamin Franklin was like close. And I remember the key and the kite. That's yeah, pretty yeah. impressive. Go me. Okay, yeah. let's grab Nicole. We'll be right back with Nicole, but first, a quick break. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today okay nicole are you ready i'm ready okay for this week's bella brains i'm gonna ask you questions about makers about people who make things oh what'd you think at first makers mark yeah (laughs) (laughs) alcohol on the brain honestly all right question number one yeah who painted the mona lisa Van Gogh. No. Oh, I was so confident. Oh my gosh. Uh, Picasso. No. <laughs> her eyes would have been on her cheeks and her chin would have been her eyes if he would have done it. Well, unless when he was in school, they didn't let him paint like that. Um, but oh by the way, gosh. how many, is this her last guess? We only That's get three, fine. right? Okay. Oh my gosh. How do I not know this? I'm so embarrassed. Na, 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 na. I'm forgetting someone very important from that time period. I mean, how long does she get? Um, Because you got it. You're so proud. (laughs) Shoot. Do you want a hint? Yes. But that means you might not get a hint for another one. Okay. Uh, Initials? LDV, brother. Leonardo da Vinci. Ding, 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 ding. So easy, by the way. That was my first guess. (laughs) I can't even believe we're giving her that. Good for you. Well, you could add a guess on anything else. Does okay. that mean you got them all right? Second question. Oh, you'll need a guess on one. Second question before we get into a, a wrestling match right here. Who invented the electric light bulb? Um, Benjamin Franklin? No. No. It's uh, close. Benjamin, not Edison. No. Benjamin Edison? No, that doesn't. <laughs> that's not him. But Benjamin <laughs> Button? Yeah. That actually popped in my head when I said Benjamin. <laughs> when he was a baby or when he was um, a Oh my gosh! I just see him flying the kite. That was Benjamin Franklin who flew the kite. Oh dang! Then I'm all mixed up. It's not Edison though. 
What's that? It's not it, Benjamin not, Edison. But it's not Edison. It could be an Edison. But I have to get first and last name. Yes. Thomas. Ding, 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 yes. ding, 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 ding. I got that right, too. All right. I, I didn't say you didn't. Pretty quick, too. Final question. Oh, boy. Who invented the telephone? Oh, man. Now, that one was in Thomas Edison, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, he, Thomas Edison was a great inventor, mm-hmm. but he did not invent both the electric light bulb and the telephone. Was that one Benjamin Franklin? No. Oh, damn. You got me excited. <laughs> <laughs> so one more guess. Oh, no. I can just imagine the whole talk of the telephone and, and the weird little things that they had. And they all look so much alike then. I mean, that was actually probably the same time period. But damn it. Why did I use my guesses? Oh, so you don't know. I mean, this is going to be wrong, but I'm just going to say it because once I found out on another Bella Brains the actual year he lived, but I'm just going to say it because I can't think of anyone else. Einstein. Whoa, that's horrendously wrong. I know because I can't think of, wait, well, you know what? Actually, I don't want to count that. (laughs) I thought you were going to say Steve Jobs. I got a little nervous. (laughs) That would have been amazing. Oh, he right. did create a phone. Yeah, well, I'm not going to you know, sit here all day. I got to think about the Dom, so. You know it? You got all three? Girl. Wow. Who is it? Um, I, I can't. Okay. Okay, it was Alexander Graham Bell. Oh, my God, Bell. I know, I got it wrong, too. Dang it. So we have a tiebreaker? Um, my thing is, is that I guess the first two really quick, but I guess we can do a tiebreaker. So... Speaking of makers. Oh, no. Which type of bird makes the largest egg? Ostrich. Ding, uh, ding, 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 yes! ding, ding, Boom! That's how you beat me last time. Yeah. Mm, mm. Didn't you have an ostrich egg? I did, because there's like an ostrich farm outside. <laughs> That's, Phoenix. I think, why I knew. Yeah, I like went and visited them. You I'm like, like, yeah, I'll buy an By egg. the way, you carried that, I swear, from like... Phoenix to San Diego no, to Tampa never came to, college to New York. I didn't bring my ostrich eggs to college. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> no. All right. Yes, I won. That brings the current score to two to one in favor of Nicole. I'll be back next week for another edition of Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. Well, thank you, Brian, for making us always feel smarter in Bella Brains. But now it's time for Bella Army Q&A. Except this week, we're actually going to do it a little differently. In honor of wrestling, we're actually going to do the Daniel Bryan Army Q&A. So you guys, as always, tweet at Bella Twins with the hashtag Bella's Podcast, and we might pick your question to answer on the show. So this week, Brian, we have fans writing at you. All right, Brian, first question from at Cutthroat Era at WWE Daniel Bryan. Will we ever see the eco-friendly championship again? Ooh. So actually, I really hope so. Um, but I would like different versions of an eco championship. So my first one, when I uh, won the WWE championship recently, I turned it into a hemp belt, which was made with hemp, naturally fallen oak and stones. Mm-hmm. I would actually, uh, when Rowan and I were the tag team 
champions. I wanted them to change the titles into eco-friendly titles made of recycled car tires. So it would be like rubber on the background and um, and then recycled metal as opposed to um, uh, newly minted metal. So I'm always coming up with new ideas for wrestling and title belts. So I'm hoping to have many more eco-friendly championships in the future. That's why I love you. Maybe you can start doing it with your gear too. Yeah, so I've actually, uh, if you guys have any interest, if you guys have um, ideas for gear designs for me that would be eco-friendly, you can tweet me at WWE Daniel Bryan. I'm not on social media a lot, but that kind of thing I'd be super into. And from his wife, he's not allowed to wear leaves, so don't send in those designs. (laughs) All right, Brian, second question is from at Rodrigo J underscore E-L. At WWE Daniel Bryan, favorite books you've read recently? Any recommended reading regarding environmental change? Oh, boy. I so, know. You love this. <laughs> Brie had warned me. She had warned me, don't go off too much on this topic because she doesn't She doesn't want to lose listeners on this thing. No, he but, just can be long-winded but, on this. But... Naomi Klein, who's one of my favorite authors who uh, people know from uh, her first book was No Logo, then Shock Doctrine, and then um, This Changes Everything, which was a big uh, climate change book, just released a book called On Fire uh, about the Green New Deal, and it is fantastic. And we're entering this age, and especially this next presidential election, where this is the time where something has to be done. Like if we lose another four years on the environment, uh, according to the... IPCC, the International Panel of Climate Change, we need to reduce uh, emissions by 50% by 2030 for us to even have a chance. And that's not just like us, you and me, but I'm thinking about Birdie and that generation. So, and what I really hope that this pushes forward is, so a lot of people are afraid of the uh, Green New Deal because it's very um, heavy on socialism and that sort of thing. But what I would like to see is uh, somebody from the conservative side that actually has a real plan to cut emissions by 50% by 2030 and see, like, because this is important. I mean, this is more important than pretty much just about anything else. But because it's so in the future, people aren't treating it as the emergency that it is, except for the young people like Greta Thunberg. They're treating it like like an emergency. She is my woman crush Wednesday always. And, you know, it's crazy because I always think to myself, if gas didn't make you money, would we do something? I hate the fact that a lot of things are driven by money. So, Well, yeah. And so, uh, I mean, there's a lot of issues in regards to this. But one of the things is that I would think that the conservative party would really get behind is cutting the subsidies from the fossil fuel industry. So like if we even just cut the subsidies to the fossil fuel industry and switch it over to something else, I mean, there's so many changes that we can make that are better for everybody on a whole that's not going to cost us an arm and a leg. Should we hashtag Elon Musk for president? Uh, no. Bill Gates for president? Well, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Daniel Bryan for president? Yes. Uh, uh, Yes. Yes. All right. Last question. And I picked this because I feel like this person is so right. From at Leonardo to Bose. How is the feeling knowing that you are the best wrestler of all time at WWE Daniel Bryan? So that is a wonderful compliment, but that's also not true. Uh, even if it were true, that's like saying who's the best artist of all time. It's um, it's not 
objective. It's subjective. So, <laughs> Tobias, if you like me and I'm your favorite wrestler to watch of all time, thank you very much. I am not my own favorite wrestler to watch of all time. I just have such a laundry list of influences and people that I think are fantastic that it's impossible to narrow it down to just one. Yeah, it's true. But you're still every day, all the days, you're my favorite wrestler. That never changes. And I think you're the greatest of all time. All right, you guys, that's it for this week's Daniel Bryan Army Q&A. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. And a huge thank you to my girl, who I've just loved wrestling on SmackDown, Paige. I love you so much. Yes, and I loved having one of the best GMs of SmackDown. That's right, WWE superstar Daniel Bryan, my husband. Chit-chat with me, debate with me, and give some advice. Yes, and make sure to tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And vote for the winner of this week's Matchup of the Week on Instagram. That's right. And make sure to call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our new segment we love to call Dear Bellas. Show us love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And of course, an always very special thank you to Brian for being an amazing Bella Brains host. Until next week, remember to stay fearless. And you'll always go Brie mode if you drink along with us. See you next Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, bye-bye. <laughs>